Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Blog Talk Radio. Wealthy Sisters, the show that features six- and seven-figure earning women of color. Tune in Mondays at 12 New Eastern Standard Time as Deborah Hardnett, CEO of Deborah Hardnett International and founder of The Professional Black Woman, showcase the triumphant journeys of these powerful sisters. You will be inspired, encouraged, and informed every Monday at 12 noon Eastern Standard Time. Our call-in number is 347-838-9278. Today's broadcast is brought to you by www.wealthysisters.com, where the show can be heard 24 hours a day. And now your host, Deborah Hardnett. Well, hello and welcome to Wealthy Sisters, sponsored by the Professional Black Woman Association. You can visit us at www.thepbwa.com. Wealthy Sisters is where we celebrate the lives of six- and seven-figure earning women of color. Our purpose is twofold. First, we want to inspire and encourage you, the listener, and second, to edify, promote, acknowledge, or just say thank you to the sisters for doing big things. I am Deborah Hartnett, your host, broadcasting live from our nation's capital, Washington, D.C., on the Worldwide Blog Talk Network. Today is Monday, August 16th. Got to say happy birthday to my nephew, Alan, in Atlanta. And I hope that you are as excited about your future as I am because it is, trust me, very, very bright. And you know what? We are here every week at the same time, Mondays at 12 noon Eastern, so spread the word. Because you know what? Before we go any further, we must, we must, we must. If you've been with us since the beginning of the year, we started a slogan. We are serious about it, and we believe that there are strengths in numbers. So we are agreeing together. Say it with me. Here's to 2010, the best year ever. Come on, you got to say it again with us. Everybody, you got to say it like you mean it. You know, let your inhibitions go and say it with me. Come on now. Here's to 2010, the best year ever. That's right. We're wearing it out and we are declaring it so. So let me ask you guys a question. Everybody that's tuned in, I want to make sure you're listening. Can you all hear me? Everybody can hear me? Listen, did you know that people can only treat us the way we allow and accept it? Did you know that you are uh, have an innate power that is designed for you just for your DNA? And you give off nonverbal signals that indicate what we are saying? Trust me, that is so true. How would you like to walk in a room and everything just comes to a standstill? Now, I'm not just talking about that drop-dead gorgeous effect, but I'm talking about the power that radiates from your being. Well, today, our very special guest can tell you how to do that. She has a, I mean, like contagious energy. Dr. Gail Hayes, we are so proud to announce that she's on the show today. So I need each and every one of you to go call everybody 
somebody, text them, email them, send a tweet message out, get on Facebook, let them know to tune in, tell them to dial 347-838-9278 for Wealthy Sisters Today, and also make sure you mark us as your favorite so that you can get that reminder an hour before the show. And you can also follow us with uh, Twitter under Deborah Hartnett or Wealthy Sisters, and we're also available on Facebook as well. Now, let's learn a little bit more about this dynamic individual we have on our show today. See, when you're looking for a communicator who ignites the atmosphere with inspiration, motivation, and like I said earlier, contagious enthusiasm, you have but to look directly at Dr. Gail Hayes, or Dr. Gail as she is affectionately called. Her upfront, in-your-face, in-your-heart style of delivery leaves audiences longing for more and challenged to act on visions and dreams unfulfilled. Dr. Gail is the founder and CEO of Handle Your Business Girl Empowerment Network, where she helps women to handle their businesses, where they do business in the workplace and as entrepreneurs. She's also as served as the founder and director of the European Executive Women's Forum, the first active European network of the National Association of Female Executives. She hosted the first European conference and appeared in Executive Female, the official publication for the organization. She is the daughter and wife of a U.S. military veteran and has lived in the Far East for over four years and in Europe for over 10 years. These diverse experiences allow her to relate to diverse audiences. She has spoken to groups internationally, including the U.S. Army and Air Force, European and South, South Korean Command, the City of Durham, the University of North Carolina, Public Education Television, and Clemson University. She is the author of several books, including Daughters of the King, that's a Warner, uh, Boss, excuse me, Boss Manager, and 12 Ways to Walk in Destiny. She is the creator of Dr. Gale's Purpose Point Collection. I love it. She was sharing some of that with me earlier. And the Locket and Pocket Socket <laughs> Character Education Puppet Program and Don't Give Your Power Away Program and the Precious Pretty Powerful, Mighty Awesome Powerful Programs and Books for Children. She holds a BS in Criminal Justice and an MA in Public Relations and a PhD in Counseling. So when we return, you will hear from none other than the dynamic, super powerful Dr. Gail Hayes. We're so excited to have her on the show today. Stay tuned. We'll be right back after this short commercial break. This segment is sponsored by WillDrake.com. That's www.WillDraike.com. The hot new suspense novel, Bad and Worse, A Tale of Men, published by Permal Coast Publishing. Sometimes the only way to stop a killer is to love him. Available in stores November 2009. Business leaders, are you ready to soar? Success is not defined by your wings, but by your courage to leap from the cliff's edge and fly. With Fortune 500 expertise, the Beatty Group partners with creative and motivated leaders, weaving structure and innovation for maximum business success. Visit us at thebeattygroup.com. That's T-H-E-B-A-T-I-E group.com. Or call the Beatty Group at 877-264-7699. Well, yes, we are live here on Wealthy Sisters. I'm Deborah Hartnett, and as always, it's a pleasure to welcome each and every one of you to the show today. We promise to bring you quality information 
powerful information, practical information that can impact your lives if you just apply the principles that we share. Our very special guest today is Dr. Gail Hayes. She hails from North Carolina, and we are so excited to have her on the show today. You can visit her at www.drgailhayes.com. So hello, Dr. Gail. We're so excited to have you on the show today. Welcome. Thank you so much, and I likewise am so excited to be here with you and all my sisters. All right, all right. So how are you today? I am fabulous, and I love the word fabulous. I am uh, I'm a believer. I just did a message yesterday on Facebook called A Believer, Become a Believer. And I believe uh-huh. that's where we need to be right now. We need to all be believers. That's and, right. And what do you mean by believers? What do you mean? Because I know well, a lot of times people take the religious connotation, but uh-uh. what, what, what do you mean by believer? Well, the message that I, um, I – let me, let me read it to you really quick. It's a very short. It says, become a believer. Believe that you have something powerful to give. Believe that someone knows that you are awesome. Believe that your essence helps someone else to breathe. Believe that the words from your lips are honey to someone. Believe that someone longs to finish your sentences and that your very presence is a gift to them. Believe that you stir the atmosphere in someone else's world and create a joyful turbulence and lead them into a euphoric state because you are a believer. <laughs> oh, <laughs> right now. <laughs> Is that, is that one of those powerful points that you had, those, those, that, 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 what is that, point. Dr. Gail's purpose points? Yeah, purpose yes, point. indeed. Yeah, purpose oh, point. I love that. we got to put that in the card. I mean, you can use that for Valentine's Day, too. Uh-huh. Yeah, this is, you know, you just got to believe. And, you know, it's interesting how I, when I wrote that, it caused, it created, um, it created something in my life, in my atmosphere. I got rid mm-hmm. of some things just this morning that were, that were excess baggage. Wow! Um, I said, you know, wait a minute. I, I'm I'm holding on to some relationships that are excess baggage. Let me get rid of them because they're not yeah. serving me well. The right yes. the right before the show, I did a little housekeeping. Um, All because, right, because I am a believer. <laughs> All right, I'm loving it. And you said you posted that on your Facebook yesterday. Yeah, yeah it's in a, it's Ooh, in a short okay. video form. So if you, those of you who who um, you know, just go to Dr. Gail Hayes, um, and you'll see it on my my profile. The only thing is, I can't accept any more friends. I'm getting ready to post it on my my fan page. So it's Dr. Gail Hayes okay. and the Handle Your Business Goal Empowerment Zone. I'll be posting it shortly on that page. All right, well, you got to get it out there because we love that. So I was going to ask you what the word was for today. So believe, <laughs> we believe, is the word for today. That's Tell right. us something else about that word. What inspires you from the word believe, believe? Oh, well, I love I the way that, it sounds. Well, I believe that, that, you know, so many times we don't believe that we can be successful. And also, too, I believe that wealth is not just money. Mm-hmm. Wealth can be is health because if you don't have health, I don't care how rich you may be. If you don't have your health, you can't spend it. You might as well just turn it over to somebody else because they're gonna spend it, honey. Because you're not gonna be here. <laughs> That's you don't right. take care That's of yourself. Right. <laughs> well, so right. you know, wealth. Your health is part of your wealth, and also your state of mind is part of your health because you can be healthy physically, but if emotionally you're not healthy, you're still gonna have somebody else spending your cash that you've earned. <laughs> So the bottom line is, you you know, we need to take care of ourselves. Sometimes we allow people to drive us crazy or we allow things and situations to drive us crazy because we don't believe that we deserve things. Uh, in case in point, I grew up in a family. I'm the firstborn of seven children in a military family, and we had to really work hard, you know, from the old school, work hard, 
for what we wanted. And, you know, my mother trained us, my father and mother trained us to be um, hard workers. But at the same time, there was still, you know, how much, how do you know that when you do that kind of thing, even if you're in that environment, there's still some things that are not perfect. And we grew, all of us grew up, most of the girls grew up with, I say, a root of rejection. We made bad choices in our relationships because we, we never thought we were good enough. Well, so we mm-hmm. had to prove ourselves. I think a lot of women get caught in that. And so we made um, interesting choices as far as mates and, and even the way we dated was concerned. And so, therefore, consequently, most of us ended up being unhappy um, because we settled. Because, well, that's all I deserve. Or it's okay that he didn't meet my needs. I'm meeting his needs. Well, mm-hmm. let's get real. You know what? I have come to a place in my life now. I have a saying. I want what I need, and I need what I want. Mm. And it's and it's not being selfish. It's being self-sufficient because, you know, it's like being on the airlines. You know, when you get on the air, airplane, they say if you're traveling with somebody, first take care of yourself. We put that mask That's on right. yourself. You better That's take right. care of yourself. You become selfless as opposed to selfish. If you're selfish, you're going to put your mask on and not think about anybody else. But if you're right. selfless, you're going to understand and believe that you must take care of yourself first. If you don't take care of yourself first, you cannot adequately serve others. And so I'm learning. I want what I need, and I need what I want. Then I can serve you. And mm. it's okay to do that. It is really okay to do that. But we gen- generally have not been taught that as women. You know, oh, she's selfish. She's a queen bee. Yeah, I'm a queen bee. So what? They're going to talk about you anyway. You might as well take care of yourself. Right, right, gonna, right. So exactly. I believe that we're in a day and a time where we must first take care of ourselves. And there's nothing wrong with us taking care of ourselves because then and only then, listen, if you don't take care of yourself, let me give you an example. I had my my first child at 41, my second child at 43. And I never really, now this, I'm ashamed, I was ashamed to say this, but I'll say it now to let you know how bad it was for me. I always felt like I had to do things for other people and serve other people. I had my first pedicure in January of this year. Yes, I admit it. I was 54 <laughs> years old before I had a pedicure, okay? And so, but see, I didn't believe in really taking care of myself, but... Right. I got with these women in this empowerment zone that I'm working with, and they, one of them in particular, my, she's my assistant. Well, she's not my assistant. She's my chief of staff. That's what I call her. She is into extreme self-care, as we call it, and she's going to be doing some of that teaching to women. But she says, okay, now, she says, she's real sweet. She says, now, honey, you must take care of yourself. Go and get your pedicure. She would ask me every day, did you make your appointment? Did you go? I'm like, oh, no. She said, no, I, don't, I want you to hang up the phone now. She's from New York. I want uh-huh. you to hang up the phone now, and I want you to go. And I had to go and get a pedicure. What was I missing? I, I cannot believe I was, I was missing. And it didn't cost me a lot of money, but it just caught it time. So what has happened for me, it set in motion um, a pattern where I'm taking care of myself, and I can pass that on to my daughter. Right. See? Right, I wasn't passing right. that on. I wouldn't have passed that on because I didn't get it myself. I Look, my right. daughter now is like, okay, are we going to get our pedicure, Mommy? Are we doing our facials? You better believe it, and she's 11. I want her, right. I want her trained to take care of herself. Right, you know, we, right, we have right. to start that training early. So you talk about believing that you deserve to take care of yourself because wealthy women, being a wealthy sister will not help you unless you're wealthy uh, in, in their health and your well-being, emotional well-being as well. I know I've talked a lot. Let me let, let you get a question in. <laughs> oh, no, 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 because you hit it right there. You know, lest we say you hit the nail on the head. Uh, I mean, I'll confess I could, I could probably count on one hand how many times uh, I've had a pedicure, what have you, because – 
you know, you are. We are always taking care of something else. Or um, we, uh, I, I use the example often when when uh, I was married, we we got golf clubs together and uh-huh. we purchased the shoes the whole nine. You know, uh-huh. we we had plans. We were gonna take classes and go to the driver range. Well, you know, my clubs never got used. Uh-huh. <laughs> I never used mine, but. Uh-huh. Uh, uh, and that was my fault. It wasn't like it was not, you know, it, I just just took everything else on. And, uh, you know, that's that's exactly well, you know what, what we do. It wasn't your fault. It was your choice. Right. It was my choice. That's right. <laughs> that's, right. Well, that's right. That's right. That's right. That's right. That's right. I like that. I embrace because, you know, that. Somebody tells well. me, oh, it was my fault. When we say fault, that means there was something wrong. No, oh, I it was love just that. our choice. Yes. You see it what I mean? It was our choice. We that's have to right. watch it. I mean, it was not your fault. It was your choice. That's at that right. Time. That's right. But now you that's can go right. back and revisit that choice if you want to. That's right. That's right. <laughs> I know that's right. I'm loving this. See, I told you guys, Dr. Gail, she's contagious. That enthusiasm and energy and the power that we're talking about. Tell us what this IPD, the principle, and how does it work when it comes to creating wealth? What is the IPD? Um, the IPD principle is something that I came up with a while back, and it's one of my biggest. I say areas of challenge for me, especially being a woman of African descent, was identity. Okay. I, I I tried to find my identity in so many different things, in my relationships, in my jobs, in what I was doing, and and you know what, it, all of those things fell short until I understood that you know what, this is look. That's what I tell women. I said, look, until you get comfortable with that woman called you, you can look in the mirror and say, girl, you know you're bad. Girl, you know you're awesome. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. you know, you're only going to get one shot. You better fix up what you got. Paint your barn. Paint it. Do something with it. You know, if the stuff is hanging, hoist it up. If the stuff is too big, push it back. Get a body magic. Work that thing. You know, do, yeah, get a body magic. Do something. Contact your artist representative or somebody. You know, whatever it is. I mean, there, there are things that you can do today that won't cost you an arm and a leg and four cars right. to fix yourself. You know, to make yourself presentable and to feel good about yourself. And, you know, even if being full-figured, you can be, you know, you can be full-figured and fabulous. Yeah, that's not right. an excuse. So what I'm saying is we get so tied up and, and so critical of ourselves, but you're only going to get one shot, and that one shot is looking you in the mirror. So you're going to mm. have to get comfortable with that identity piece and say, this is all I got. Let me fix it up. Let me color my hair. Let me put on my mascara. Let me put on my eyelashes if necessary. And so many people will get will be super spiritual and say, well, identity is not about how you look. Au contraire, we live in a physical world. Mm-hmm. I'm a very mm-hmm. spiritual woman, but I'm going to tell you mm-hmm. something. We live in a physical world. I don't care what you say. I notice that something is hanging. Mm-hmm, okay, mm-hmm, I noticed mm-hmm. something is drooping. I noticed mm-hmm. when I need something, I need a little extra color. We do. Mm-hmm. And you know, for mm-hmm, those of mm-hmm. us who are very spiritual, uh, God said, let there be light. And mm-hmm. when he created light, he simultaneously recre- created color. So there we go. Uh-huh. So anyway, because <laughs> light, light is nothing but prisms of color. So anyway, right. I tell people, I said, you've got to get comfortable with that woman called you. If you think your feet are too big, find out what shoes make your feet not look too big. Buy sandals that are a half size bigger so your toes won't hang over the front. You understand what I'm saying to you? If you, if you, if you but you understand what I'm saying? I hear yes. people complain about their foot size and they buy shoes that are too small. No wonder your feet look so big. Got your toes hanging over the front of your sandals. I say, okay. But, but you know, you've seen that. And then they yes. complain about the lip color, lips being this, and then they take black eyebrow pencil and go around their lips, and it makes your lips look bigger. I mean, I said, there are certain things that we can do to, to make ourselves more presentable to ourselves. 
and you have yeah. to keep working with it's okay for you to experiment. Keep working with that girl in that mirror because, you know what, she's having fun. I had fun until I created my look, and now I can't get away from my look because it's become my trademark. People know me by the short red afro. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, they know that, and they know me by my glasses. And so I mm-hmm. want to get some contact lenses. Somebody said, well, how do we know you? Like, you can't see me. But anyway, <laughs> people just kind of know you by the look that you create. You create a brand. You create a, a – your look. Your brand is part of how you look. When mm-hmm. people see you, they have certain trademarks about you that are you. And you find you keep working until you find that place. And it's okay for you to experiment. It's so much fun. Even as women, we're still like little girls. We like to play makeup and stuff. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. We still like to play with things. What kind of jewelry you like? It's okay for you to wear that stuff. It's okay for you to wear colors. It's okay for you to branch outside, color outside the lines. Mm-hmm. But we think it's something. Mm-hmm. So the identity to me is learning that what your palette, what your palette is and using it effectively and saying it's okay. But also with that piece, is once you get that outside piece and you accept it, it does something to the inside. Some people say you have to work from the inside out. I say some women don't don't follow that rule. Some of us work from the outside in. Mm-hmm, it depends mm-hmm. on the woman. It really oh, does. Yeah. It depends on the woman. Because I know for yeah. me, as I got the outside, as I begin to work on the outside, the inside start coming in line. Like, oh, I feel yeah, myself. sure. Oh, that feels You can lose so 30 good. pounds, 40 pounds. That'll change a woman's uh, inside I mean, all day I long. I lost 50 pounds. I know. Yes. I, went from, I yes. went down from an 18W down to a 12 since November. Yes. So it, cha- yes. listen, it changed me. It changed yes. me. Um, I'm talking about internally, emotionally it changed me. Now, look, I, uh, 18W, I could still find some good clothes. I could find things, but actually my 18Ws were a little tight. But now I can wear a 12. And so, I look, I walk differently. I talk differently. I wear my skirts a little bit shorter. You know what I mean? I'm just, <laughs> I'm, just, I'm just different because, you know, you're a little pep in my step. You know, I'm not carrying right. this much Got a little sass going on here. Well, look, let me just let me give you an example. I have these little nine-year-old boys I work with in the school system. I'm a character education consultant. I go into the schools and help children behave, and I teach them old-fashioned values, honor, respect, and those things right there. That's wealth. And I have these little boys I've been working with for the last two years. This is the third year. But last year they saw me in the fall after I lost the weight. In January I came back and I had lost this weight. By the time they saw me, I would lost weight. And I had on my little jean skirt, and I'm with my big jewelry, and I'm, you know, talking to them. I walk into the classroom, and they're all huddled together, ten of these little boys. And one of them said, can, we, can I speak? I said, sure you can. He said, Dr. Hayes, we have something to say. We noticed that you lost weight, and you really look good. But this is what we think. I said, you are hot. I said, oh, my God. <laughs> this little boy told me I was hot. I didn't know what to say. I said, well, Okay, baby. I mean, you know, and they all came around me and just started hugging me. They said, you are so beautiful. Do you know what that did for a 54-year-old woman to hear that from some nine-year-old boys? Okay. I, so what I'm saying is, it, 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 you know, no matter what people say, identity is critical. How you see yourself and how you feel about yourself, because if you don't know who you are, you do not know what belongs to you. Mm. And so therefore, say that again. You can, say that again. You, say if that you don't again. know who you are, if you do not know who you are, you do not know what belongs to you. And mm-hmm. so, therefore, purpose and destiny are out of your grasp. Because if you don't get the identity piece, then you cannot find purpose and destiny because you'll always be looking for it in someone else or something else. Mm-hmm. And so what happens is this. Identity is the glue that holds purpose and destiny to you. In other words, once you know who you are and you begin to walk in that, purpose and destiny will find you. You won't mm-hmm. even have to look for it. 
It will mm-hmm. find you because the stuff will start lining up because you only go to certain places and make certain choices that affect you directly. In other words, wise choices because you've, you've, looked in, you've looked in that mirror and accepted that powerful woman that you are, that fabulous sister that's looking back at you, and you will only accept fabulous things and make wise mm-hmm. choices. Now, I'm not saying everything will be perfect, but I can tell you that your life will change dramatically once you accept the identity piece because I can speak from experience. Once I decided that I was going to ex- not accept certain things, and I was going to accept certain things. In other words, I want what I need, and I need what I want. I am telling you my life is beginning to unfold like a kaleidoscope in ways that I never dreamed possible. Stuff is like out of a movie. I mean, I'm like, ooh, ooh, is this happening to me? Ooh. And it's, it's amazing because I changed me because I changed how I saw me. I know knew who, now know who I am. So now guess what? Purpose and destiny are finding me. And as I take a step forward, my path is being tiled. It's almost like it's, a, it's like the road is being paved for me in a different way um, than I ever expected. And the road doesn't even look the same. And this happens in a matter of months. Wow. It's, I, I love the story. I talk about it all the time, the Chinese bamboo, how, you know, it takes about five years before you to see a bloom, any bud, anything from the ground, from the earth. Yes. You've seen yes. absolutely nothing for five long years. You know, 365 days, add one for leap year, times five. <laughs> Right. And right. and I I think about about probably in the fifth year, it's about the about four weeks, four to six weeks, it shoots up ninety feet. Wow. Uh-huh. And I tell you, I, I stand on that uh story so much because I know you talked about the seeds that you've been sowing and we're gonna take a quick break. But when we come okay. back I wanna talk about the the conversation we had last week about the seeds that you were sowing and tie that in to what you just mentioned about once you change your identity and how you saw yourself and, and your uh purpose is now glued to the identity and your destiny. Okay. You talked about the doors that are opening and, and, and just relating it back to that story, the Chinese bamboo, because a lot of our listeners are sowing seeds and have okay. been sowing seeds, okay. and they are just at a point where if this don't come on and happen. They want to give up. They want to give and they wow. want to give up. Wow, yes. Okay, they want to give yes. up. Okay, yeah, we can talk about so, that. So stay tuned, and we'll come back and also talk about your toxic seeds as well. This is Deborah okay. Hartnett on Wealthy Sisters with our very special guest, Dr. Gail Hayes. We'll be right back. Do you find yourself overwhelmed in paperwork? Are you struggling with administrative tasks preventing you from doing what you really love? Then consider hiring a virtual assistant. Call M. Alexander and Associates Incorporated toll free at 1-877-894-0564 or join them on the web at www.iwillassistyou.net. Would you like to reach quality professionals? Expose your products and services to thousands on a monthly basis? Advertise with the Wealthy Sisters Media Group. Our packages include both on-air and website banner placement. Call our offices today at 1-800-917-9435, extension 803, or visit our website at www.wealthysisters.com to begin building your brand today. 
Did you know the IRS will currently reimburse you 55 cents for every business mile you drive? Stop struggling with mileage logs and start turning your vehicle mileage into cash. TrackLog is the first comprehensive automatic mileage recording solution. Turn this small device on, easily track your mileage, and keep more of your money in your pocket. Purchase your TrackLog today at TRAKLOGG.com. That's TRAKLOGG.com. We are live back on Wealthy Sisters. Yes, you just heard about that awesome tool, the track log. Please go to that site. If you are in business, you have to have that. It's a small investment, only a $100 and some change. You need to get it. It will help you with the hundreds and hundreds of dollars, literally thousands of dollars that you can write off uh, with your business, especially if you're working a full-time job and all of the miles that you drive around with your business. So go to www.track, T-R-A-K-L-O-G-G.com. Our very special guest today is Dr. Gail Hayes, and she was talking about the identity is the glue. Once you know your identity, that is the glue to your purpose and destiny. Dr. Gail, you've been sowing a lot of seeds. And we had this conversation last week about all of these things that are opening up to you now. Would you explain that a little bit more? Go on, just, just Girl, you know, I say that. so much. You listen, Deborah, you know I say so much things. I was just thinking, I said, what did I say to her? What did I, I talk about? <laughs> we, talk, we talk about so much. you got to leave me in a little bit more because I know I yeah, talk a yeah. lot. A lot you of talked happen. about the opportunities. You called in uh-huh. the show. You talked about the opportunities. But just the fact that, you know, that you have taken, you you are not just someone as an overnight sensation. Oh, People yeah. see that and think that. And about that. the other women too, right? Yeah, but you've been out here sowing seeds, and now because you've been faithful, you've been diligent, mm-hmm. as you said, uh, you are reaping your harvest now. So mm-hmm. talk about that process of, I guess, of sowing seeds. And, and you can share your story on, on how you're living proof that it does work if we just if we just do not faint. If we Ooh, just that's keep hard. enduring. Yeah, yeah, that's and that's really hard for so many of us because yes. we want it like yesterday. Before we yes. put the seed in the ground, we want to return on it. Yes, once we right get now. Keep, and what happens, I found, I've discovered, that sometimes we will sow a seed and we'll go back and water it. And, you know, I think the the word says some, some um, what is it, some plant, some water, and God gives the increase. So many times you'll plant it and then you want to water it too and then you want to get the increase. And sometimes mm-hmm. seeds you put in the ground, you got to leave them alone and walk away. That's mm-hmm. hard because mm-hmm. we want to sit there and tend to it. But if you sit and, and tend to that bamboo, you'd be sitting there for five years. <laughs> you sure you would. Know? <laughs> you know, it's like a lot of seeds that you plant are not for today. A lot mm-hmm. of them are for later in life. Let me give you an example. Um, I remember uh, being in my in my 30s and um, – Helping people, always trying to help other women and doing things, and I kept. And they would get, they would slap me in my face and do mean things to me, and mm. I had to learn a hard lesson that just because somebody slaps you doesn't really mean it's personal. Okay, don't get upset with me, y'all. Just bear with me on this. Right. Sometimes right, people right. are, are uh, some people times people have what I call the wounded porcupine syndrome. Right, right. Life is, life most is times it's not personal to me. <laughs> yeah, it's Go not ahead. personal because most people don't yeah. even really know you. And you mm-hmm. might try, if you try to lay hands on a porcupine, what's, a wounded porcupine, what's going to happen? You're mm-hmm. going to get stuck. Mm-hmm. But what happens is mm-hmm. we take it personally. I had to have mm-hmm. somebody talk to me about attacks that I received. I'll never forget, it was a white man who taught me this. I was mm-hmm. working for the United States government, and I had a boss who just could not stand me. She was, um, she was racist, and mm-hmm. she um, 
and I won't tell you all the, the, the proof of that, but there was a proof of that. She was racist. But what she used to do was hire um, black women, to, and then she put proof of them being competent. So nobody could call her racist because she hired us, right? Well, she mm-hmm. hired me. She hired me. Hey. Mm-mm. And so she could not get rid of me because I was good at what I did, and she didn't know <laughs> what to do, and she ended up getting fired. And, and you know what happened? I saved her job for her. And they were like, oh, and I, I had the power to do it because I didn't fight her back. And I'll never forget the reason how I learned this was I went to this uh, seminar, um, briefing techniques, and I was very upset because I was always trying to help people and do things to help people, and I, and I couldn't figure out why somebody would attack me so viciously. Mm-hmm. And I would get in his class, and I would just talk about my supervisor really badly. And we were in there with all these professionals, and he finally took so let's go to break. He pulled me to the side. He said, "Listen, you are uh, how does he put it? You are to- and, and he said you're infesting the atmosphere in this classroom with toxicity." Mm. And he said, "You're that powerful. You don't understand your power." He said, "You cannot open your mouth and hear about your supervisor one more time, or I have to ask you to leave." I was like, "What's wrong with this man? I'm coming here for help. I need some help." <laughs> look, he said, "Look." If you will listen, I promise you I will help you. So I began to listen to what he was saying. He was talking about how when somebody attacks you, they're usually not attacking you. They're attacking an issue. Right. Or, attack, or you might remind them of somebody. And I, like I said, right. I was just, all the while I was planting seeds, loving people. But that's, this supervisor, I couldn't get around. This man got taught me so well on how to look. When she would throw something at me, how to move out of the way and then let that seed fall somewhere else instead of on my heart. Mm-hmm. It, mm-hmm. And he just taught me techniques on how to do this, and I became mm-hmm. so skilled at it after a while that when I was her boss's 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 boss called me and asked me what to do with her, I said, you, need, you don't need to fire her. Put her in another position where she could be more effective. I was able to see her gifts and not say, mm-hmm. fire her behind. I just, But I wanted to. Mm-hmm. And of can course. you imagine that? But I said, because I decided, I made a decision that the seed that I was going to plant, from, the seeds I was going to plant from that day forward were not going to be seeds that I was going to have to eat. Um, year, decades later, and mm-hmm. what happened is because of that, it started a pattern in my life. Instead of trying to fire her, I said her gifts are administration, not people management. I mm-hmm. told her boss's 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 boss to put her in an administrative position where she write she wrote policy. And to this day, she's had a successful career. She don't even realize that I had something to do with it. It was a black girl she didn't like. But because of that, it set my feet on a path of power. I saw that I could be a woman of influence. And in other mm-hmm. words, we do a lot of tit for tat, and we want these good seeds. They're not coming if you do that. Mm-hmm. They're mm-hmm. not going to come, sisters, if you're going to do tit for tat. Just because, look, my daddy used to say, you kill my dog, I kill your cat. That ain't going to work. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to tell you. I'm going to tell you. It's not going to work. If you right. want to have a good harvest, the first thing you're going to have to learn how to do is to stand in the face of adversity. And sometimes it means just holding your shield up and not fighting back. Because guess what? Eventually they're going to run out of, out of fears. Okay? Right. They right. Find, find them things. Eventually they're going to run out of fears. You can run and right. charge and go through the line. I'm telling you, eventually their arms will get tired. And you will be able to stand and say, no, but guess, guess what you'll be able to say? I withstood it. I stood it, and I, and I survived to reap the benefits of going beyond the wall. And that's what I can say to you now. If you are in a situation right now where your seeds don't appear to be coming up, you better look at how you're treating people. I want you to watch oh. how you're treating people right now. I mean, your seed, I, for me, I'm just saying for me, I had to watch on how I treated people, even those that I knew that hated me. I knew they hated me, but guess what? That don't mean I have to hate back. 
I, would, I have helped so many women and so many people that hated me, and I knew they hated me, but what I had to do was say, okay, hold up. I'm in a position of power if I'm a target. Ooh, I must be doing something good, must be doing something <laughs> right. And I began to look at my enemies and say, now, how can I bless this girl? Uh-huh, uh-huh. I've referred my enemies for contracts. And they're like, what? <laughs> but my enemies start watching my back better than my friends. Yes, because they, they yes. gained a respect for me. If yes. you have if you have a crazy somebody and I have had women fight me on this, I'm not gonna do anything. I will keep going there and keep watching your seed. You got bamboo seed. I don't want bamboo seed. I want something <laughs> that's gonna come up quickly. I mean, okay. <laughs> so basically, that's what happens with us. We want to know why our seeds are not coming up. We blessing other people, but you, it's easy to bless somebody who's kind to you. It's that's easy. Right. You haven't done anything if you're blessing somebody that's kind to you. You have not done one single solitary thing. My question to you is, what have you done with the folks that you know can't stand you? And well, what about the? Oh, go ahead, go ahead. No, 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 you're going. Uh, uh-uh, uh, I'm loving it. Go for it. I mean, what are you doing with those women? You know, those women, the sister girls, that you know they want to kill you. That you know they uh-huh. can't stand your guts. As my children say, you know, she thinks she's all that. Well, she is all that. Help her to see her gifts. If you help her to see her gifts, she'll leave you alone. Mm-hmm, I'm not mm-hmm. kidding you. If you have another woman to see her gift, she'll leave you alone. She'll be like, hold. In other words, disarm her. Mm-hmm, the best mm-hmm. way Kill to disarm her. Yeah, uh-huh. disarm. Uh-huh. Well, I mean, you disarm her and refer uh-huh. something to her, give her some business, and just say, look, you know, I know we don't like each other, but look, this is the deal. I saw this in you. So look, let me get, I'm going to tell you real uh, I think I showed you, shared the story with you about the mountain. Did I share the story about the mountain? Yes. Okay. Yes. Let me share that. I think this is this brings it close home. Okay. I worked with men. One of the first things that I'm the first I was the first African American female law enforcement officer in a little place called Chapel Hill, North Carolina. I was there when Michael Jordan was there in school, and I remember learning to work with men. They used to place bets to see who could make me cry first because I would cry every day. Men can work together and hate each other's goods, as they they say. And they get, uh-huh. and I said, how in the world are they? Why are they liking each other after they fought? Uh-huh. They were they, but play they golf were, and all that. Uh-huh. I couldn't understand it, but you know what it is? Men are mission focused. We are relational. We are about relationships. I don't like you, so I ain't gonna do anything for you. Men don't care. They said, what you bring to the table? Let's get it done. So that's I mean, make I, that's uh-huh. make it happen. I need your skill set. Uh-huh. Well, there's a story that I came up with to illustrate this point. It's just this man. Most people have heard of Indiana Jones, and Indiana Jones it was a man like Indiana Jones. He was a, an adventurer who went all over the world getting artifacts to sell them to museums. He became very wealthy. His dream was to have a, a piece of property that had two mountains with, on it, and between the two mountains was a lake. And on the side of one mountain, he carved out the side of a mountain and built a house into the side of a mountain because that was his dream. And he did that. But by the time he did it, he was so old, he couldn't do anything. So every day he'd have his attendant push him out onto the balcony, and he'd look across the lake to the other mountain. But that sense of adventure was still very much alive in his bone marrow. And so what he did was he set up a challenge between a woman named Samantha, and he went to Samantha, and he said, Samantha, if you will climb, get to the top of that mountain, I will give you $10 million. Samantha knew nothing about mountain climbing, but she knew a woman named Judith. She hated Judith, okay? But Judith was an expert mountain climber. She said, I'm not asking her anything. I ain't giving her any money. So she started out looking for, she went around looking for a mountain climber. But she, he went to a man named Bill. He said, Bill, I need you to get to the top of the mountain. Now, Bill knew nothing about mountain climbing, but he knew a man named James. And he couldn't stand James, but James was an expert. Bill immediately went to James and said, look, look, man, look. I need to get to the top of this mountain, and I need you to get me there. I'll pay for the expedition. He said, but I'll pay you $1 million if you get me there. James said, let's go. 
He said he didn't have to tell him he was getting $10 million. It wasn't his business. So what happened was, um, what's the woman's name I said? <laughs> Um, Jane, the, the lady, the woman, Judith. Yeah, I, mean, I thought Judith, Jane, the woman, what of the girl. If I, I change the woman, anyway, put like this: the woman went looking around, kept looking, 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 looking. Samantha, she kept Samantha kept looking, looking, Samantha. looking, and she couldn't uh-huh. find anybody. By the time she went to Judith and asked Judith, Judith had to think about it because she knew it. She didn't like her. The men have taken the mountain. Now, mm-hmm. let's say hypothetically, the women took the mountain and they get to the mm-hmm. top. And then Samantha, Judith comes to Samantha. She says, um, did you like the trip? She said, yes. Yeah. So they come down, and there's a big celebration, and the $10 million is awarded to Samantha, and she gives Judith her $1 million. Now, you know Judith is mad because she didn't give him the $1 million. Right. You know, right. She's mad because she only gave her $1 million. Now, we're going to have any million. Now uh, yeah, don't have anything, but she's mad because she only gave her one tip. How did she only give me $1 million? You know what we do. But let me tell you what happens with men. When James and um, – I forgot his name. Bill and James get Bill. up to the top of the mountain. Bill gets up to the top of the mountain. James comes to him. He says, hey, man, how'd you like to trip up to the top of the mountain? And Bill said it was great. He said, well, James said, look, I know you told me you'd give me one million to get you up here. Here's the paperwork for you to sign for you to give me another million so you can, so to get you back down. How about <laughs> <laughs> So he gets two million. And you know what Bill does? Bill signs it and laughs because that's business. <laughs> So in other words, he gets $2 million, okay? And so, but see, he has it his business and they can laugh. But women, we think we ought to do the right thing and like each other. No, we need to handle our business and That's not right. get offended. And see, I learned that with men, they can like each other and, I mean, hate each other and still accomplish the mission because it's about mission for them. And my, yes. I, what I've taken on is my mission is helping women become mission-focused. In other words, you don't have to like a sister. You just need to know her skill set. Men will exactly. get you in a room together, and that testosterone wall will raise on you, and you ain't never seen nothing like that. thing is hard. And I'm talking about if yes. they're Asian, black, Hispanic, they will come together against you. My question is, yes. why can't we form a progesterone wall? <laughs> what is going on with us? <laughs> why can't we do it? I mean, if we get it, and we're we going to fight each other. I'm like, why yes. are you fighting me, sister? We're trying to get yes. to the mountain. We're trying to take exactly. the mountain. If you don't exactly. like me, so what? I got strengths that you need. You got what I need. Girl, let's yes. take the mountain. So, yes. you know, for purpose, yes. you want planting seeds? Let me tell you something. First thing you want, I need for you, for you to know is you got to know who you are so you'll plant the right seeds. You'll be trying to snatch somebody else's bag of seeds. You, you don't know who you are. You don't know what belongs to you. So you might be planting the wrong seeds. You got to right. be sure you're getting you're planting the right seeds. Because right. let me tell you something. My bag of seeds changed. I had to throw the old bag away once my identity changed. Once I saw who I really right. was, I didn't want that stuff anymore. You know, mm-hmm. I was. I, so you know what I did? I was able to hand that harvest, that field over to somebody else. I said, sister, you know, you're working real hard. Isn't this what you like? <gasps> you let. I said, I'm gonna let you tend this field for me. Sometimes you don't give it to them. You let them tend it for you. Here, take this baby, so you and your family can live. Give it away. Sometimes I've given things away to other women that other people thought I was absolutely crazy about. They said, something is very wrong with you. No, that is mm-hmm. not true. Sometimes things are, become a burden to you and they're not supposed to be for you. And you can't figure mm-hmm. out why you're so stressed. You work at stuff that's not yours. It's no longer joy. There's no joy in it. So mm-hmm. when you plant a seed, sometimes it's not for you because remember, some, some plants, some water, God gives the increase. You, you might not be there for that. But you know what? Believe, believe it or not, you might be on the next one that gets the increase because somebody else will plant some of somebody else will water, then you'll get the increase. So you have to make sure that when you plant seeds, they're not, it's not just for a selfish motive. In other words, well, I love that. I love that. Yes. Everything I'm has sorry. to have a service piece. 
Right, right. And when you're talking about planting those seeds, and, and we're, we are definitely hitting, I mean, some, some hardcore issues that we deal with as women, especially a lot of times as women of color, yes. um, that we deal with uh, with each other, just, just understanding that it's so important for us to come together. That's what I like to see myself as. I know my purpose and my mission is to bring people together. That's what we do with our conference, not for uh, someone to go and try to duplicate the whole thing, but for you to come together, learn, network, like the, our counterpart conferences, our major events where people come together, network, meet, make money, and, and partner. What I love to talk about, though, is, is the aspect of that person uh, that has to learn how to receive. When oh. we've sown seeds, it's easier to receive from the person that we've sown seeds or from that place that we've sown seeds. Yes. Deal with the fact of actually being that one that's – because this is a lot of us, myself, you know, yes. included, yes. Yes. deal with that uh, in, in, in receiving because of pride. I can, I can place it. I know what it is. It's pride. You don't want anybody to think anything ill of you or that you're trying to, you know, mooch off of them or you, you – whatever – you want to make sure everything is always um, uh, you know, peaceful, but it's not going to always. Well, you know, be like a lot of times it is too. We don't want to owe anybody anything. We don't. No, like no, 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 that. no. Well, yeah, I, I can we tell don't. you, like, uh, uh-uh, no, no, no. Let, let me tell you what they don't have a problem with that. Because then they have no, no, some, no, right. Can, they didn't have me, some on me, but other let me, people. Let me, let me tell you this. I go to the conference where I'm the only one and be right up in there and be happy, and they send for me, honey. I mean, I right, don't have right. any plane tickets to pay for my hotel. I don't have any pride in that regard. And it has, right. oh, it has gotten me some fabulous opportunities. I'm walking in one right now that it right. is just unbelievable because of my going around women of other nations. And I think have you always been like that, been able to receive? Yes, I have. But see, my see, my mm-hmm. father was in the military, and that so this mm-hmm. is one one of my purposes is to educate my sisters and to take them by the hand. So come go with me, girl. We going over here. They got resources we need. I, and mm-hmm. I said, come on, just hang with me, hang with me. Because mm-hmm. let me tell you something. They need us. We mm-hmm. need them. They have stuff we need. They have info we need. They have techniques. We, they know how to shortcut. Let me give you an example. I was talking to one of my sisters of another nation the other day, and there were so, there are women that I know who want houses, right? And they, mm-hmm. they may have had they may have bad credit. They may have foreclosures. Do you know there's there's stuff right now that's going on that you can get a house for five percent down. And number, a lot of people didn't know that though. A lot of my sister girls didn't know that, but my uh-huh. other girls. Uh-huh. They schooled me on it. They know. Look, right. they know the hookup for the hookup for the hookup. And I right, said, right. wow, I'm just amazed at the information that they have that generally, generally we don't have. But you have to go into right. their camp to find it out. And I believe that, you know, I go over to the camp and I bring it back. But sometimes, y'all, I can't go alone. Sometimes I need my sisters to go with me, and they're unwilling. Like, they don't want us over there. I said, and the question is, so what? Well, you know, I'm also <laughs> is the fact of being in a place of receiving. How do you uh how does a person get to a place that they can they can readily receive from people, regardless of whomever that Well the problem is. the bottom line is this. The bottom line is this. You, ha- you we all make choices. You know how we we just changed the wording we said, you know, it was my fault and you said it was my choice. <laughs> I think bottom line we need to t- change what we say. Because if we change what we say it'll change what we think. They say, look, I need help, and I, I'll take help from any acceptable source, and that it should be an acceptable source. Look, the only difference is the melanin and the curve of our hip and the color, the and the color curl of our hair. 
That's the difference. Uh, you, uh, you know, know I'm, I'm not talking. I'm not talking about just without. I know that you know, I know I'm talking, talking about, about period. Everybody. Yeah, period. period. About, you know, and you know what that comes yeah. from. You know what that comes from. It's not just pride. It's fear. <laughs> it's fear. So many of us have been taken advantage of. Uh, we become, mm-hmm. and we have to feel like we have to protect ourselves, and so mm-hmm. therefore we keep ourselves closed. But if you keep yourself closed, you're not open to receiving anything. And you're going to right, miss it. Right. You have to make a decision. Right. I'm going to take a chance. I'm going to take a chance. But you have to, I, right. you know what I tell people, you better pray. Right. You got to pray. And whoever it is that you pray to, pray. And say, right. okay, I need I need courage. Get with somebody else. Get with another sister and make a pact. And you make a, you know, you, you make a support. Support each other. You make partner with them and say, look, Okay, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I need to talk to you about this. I need to be able to bounce this off you. But if something comes across my path, I need somebody I can, I can trust to bounce this off of. What do you think I should do? You're going to have to find somebody that you trust. And the bottom line is all about trust. It's all about getting beyond fear. So many of us have been so hurt that we're so closed and we're so miserable because we've been, we are closed because we cannot accept anything else. The bottom line is you have to make a decision that you don't want to hurt anymore. You have to make a decision that you're no longer going to let fear hold you captive. It's really about choice. I mean, I know because I've been there. I didn't want to go over there. I didn't want to talk to anybody. I didn't want anybody bothering me. I've been hurt. They don't want me there. Forget that. The bottom line is the people ain't going to like you anyway. You might as well, go, you might as well be successful. Might as well. Might as well be, be broke and they don't like you. Might as well ride with style. Thank you. Anthony Robinson, I ride with style to my problems. You don't have problems with your broke problems when you got money. That's right. I love it. I love it. Well, our phone lines are jumping off the hook here. I promise we will be able to take a few calls. Okay. Uh, I'm going to open the line up and maybe have someone here. Of course, it looks like it's a call out of the Chicago area. Hello. Welcome to Wealthy Sisters. State your name and where you're calling from. Jenny Rogers, south side of Chicago. Well, welcome to Wealthy Sisters. Say hello Hi. to Dr. Gale. Hi, Jenny. Hello, Dr. Hello, Dr. Gale. I am, I am blessed, and I love to hear your words. Oh, thank you, my sister. What can we? What, what's your question for today? I just wanted to know when you were getting um, um, toxic, you know, getting rid of things that were toxic in your life, and realized, did you have any toxic friends that you had to cut loose? Oh, you better believe it. Mm, that's a oh, great you better question. believe it. I did, and you know what? It, it, toxicity can be a, uh, addicting sometimes. <laughs> you know, in other words, you get yeah. used to having them people in your life, and you be like, ooh, ooh, yeah. ooh. And if you go through, yeah. and you know, then you have. But you know what? I kept looking; it was spilling over into other areas of my life. Yeah. Uh, the toxicity, and and then it, I noticed a lot of them were jealous, mm-hmm. and you I got, know, and I didn't want to be I'm, alone. Okay, I'm going. I'm 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 doing it now. It is mm-hmm. definitely a transition, and another girlfriend was saying to me that, Jenny, you, you, we were talking about it today, you have to walk with the right people. Yes. And I hadn't been doing that, and the better I become, the less conversations I get from the girlfriends. You know what I'm saying? I do. <laughs> so it, 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 oh, yeah. it, it, it's okay. <laughs> but let me just say this to you. When you begin to walk in a different place, there is a, a network of women waiting for you. Okay. We just want to welcome you to our net, girlfriend, because there are a lot of us who are there. But, see, sometimes when you're going through the fog, you can't see. You think you're going to be alone. But when that fog begins to dissipate, baby, you're going to see a bunch of us waiting for you. Say, welcome in. Come on in, sister. Thank you. That's Thank right. You. That's you. right. That's right. Thank you for calling into the show today. Thank Marcus you. is your favorite. Stay tuned. 
Have a okay, great bye day. Bye. Definitely. Bye-bye. That's why, one of the reasons why we do what we do. You know, I said our purpose is twofold for Wealthy Sisters, and the first, it is to inspire and encourage the listening audience. And, you know, I tell people, yes, that's why we have a professional black woman, because we want you to be able to get around people of like minds that are speaking positive things that are wanting to do better. So that's awesome, awesome. We have another call, it looks like, here in the North Carolina area. Hello, state your name and where you're calling from, please. Hello? I guess Hello? Oh, yeah, they might they might, might just have their phone on mute there. Yes, yeah, so, but um, anyway, I tell you, our, our very special guest today is this Dr. Gail Hayes. She's tearing it up, just laying it down for us, some powerful nuggets of wisdom. I'm so excited to have had you here on the show. We're going to take another quick short break, come back, and I really want to learn more about the Handle Your Business Girl Empowerment Zone. We probably have about seven minutes okay. left. But we'd love to talk about that as well. So stay tuned. We'll be right back after this short break. Calling all authors. Are you bursting with a story that's waiting to be read? Then enter the first annual Professional Black Writer Short Story Contest. Grand prize, $1,000, a publishing deal, and much more. For additional information, visit us on the web at theprofessionalblackwriter.com. Are you seeking stronger partnerships to leverage your strengths? Need to develop more winning strategies of success? Ready to increase your knowledge in the areas of investing, marketing, health and wellness, and the Green Initiative? Then join us for the second annual Winter Summit Conference and Expo, March 18th and 19th, 2011. Meet hundreds of professional women from all over the world who provide savvy advice, practical application for winning women. Reserve your space today at www.thewintersummit.com or call 1-800-917-9435, extension 805. That's right, the Winner Summit at www.thewinners, that's a champion now, the winners, plural, thewinnersummit.com. That's March 17th through the 19th, 27th at the Baltimore Harbor there. We are so excited about this event to talk about the best networking, the best powerful women you ever want to meet. We've got women from all over the world, literally, they're going to go on to be there. We're expecting about 500 in attendance this year. So you do want to go ahead and register now. I'm telling you, this will sell out. It will sell out, and we don't want you to be like, oh, man, I wish I was there. I wish I missed out. We got a vision cruise. We're going to cruise the harbor, have uh, some top successful businesswomen on there doing Q&A. Then we also have a millionaire luncheon where we have some of the top producing millionaire sisters on a panel discussing some of their strategies, some of their their stories, success, and everything, and then the dynamic speakers. We want you to go to www.thewinnersummit.com. Get registered today because we want to see you there. We are all about you being successful, and this year's theme is developing the mindset of a winner, so you got to have that mindset to win in business. Isn't that right, Dr. Gill? That's right, you do. That's right, that's right. So talk to us about the Handle Your Business Girl Empowerment Zone. And I know you all are planning to be at the summit as well and and why people would need to attend uh, conferences like this and and be a part of your empowerment zone. Well, you know, and and trying to help people, one of the things I I realized very quickly is that you have to duplicate yourself. 
Mm-hmm. And so what I'm doing now is I have a group of women who have, who have, who just wouldn't leave me alone, so to speak. They're like, they're always, what you doing? What you doing? What you doing? What are you doing, Gail? What are you doing? So I noticed that many of these women had expertise in certain areas. So we've, we're all now, right now, we're coming together to form the Handle Your Business Girl Empowerment Zone. We'll, we'll have experts in travel, extreme self-care, and I call it extreme because some things, you know, sometimes you need to take extremely good care of yourself. Um, mm-hmm. uh, a sister who's interested in the arts, one who's, a, who's written over 50 books, who's going to talk about writing, one who's in the educational world, who's going to talk about educating yourself and your children, and one who's actually a parent advocate. It's just going to be a group of us coming together, and we're in the process now of forming the zone. And we're going to have our, one of our first public um, events on April, I mean, excuse me, August 27th on Friday night, where I'm, I'm partnering with Radio One and Souls of My Sisters Publishers out of New York. They're coming here to do a VIP reception here in Raleigh-Durham, and I'm one of the hosts of it. And the women are going to come out, and the theme of it is New Beginnings. The empowerment team will be there to um, help with the women as they come in, talking about the older women blessing, being a blessing to the younger women. It's a three-hour purple and white affair, evening affair, that is sure to be a treat for anyone who attends to talk about the official launch of the book Souls of My Young Sisters, uh, stories of triumph that young sisters have written. Mary J. Blige has in, endorsed the book. So it's just the Having Your Business Girl Empowerment Zone is, a, is going to be a place on the web where women can step into the zone and access information to help with their specific areas of challenge or just information they want on something they need information on. So uh, we're establishing that zone right now as we speak. Um, the women are coming together and formulating things. We'll have a, a virtual magazine, um, and you can ask questions and kind of get, come there and just get. A, I want it to be a place of refreshing where we handle our business where we do business. Mm, mm, I love it. Handle our business where we do business. That's right. I love it. I love it. I love it. I love it. <laughs> that, is, that, is, that is a powerful statement because, it is so important that we do conduct ourselves in a business fashion. And one of the challenges I know we face often is the fact that we just just were not taught how to be business uh, owners. We, you know, the, the school system has taught us how to actually work for individuals, and we say that all the time, but it takes a moment for that to really click um, when we make that transition into the business world, and I, I tell people all the time, I mean, you can get your your MBA, you can get all of your business degrees, but a lot of times, most of those individuals that are teaching business, they've never owned the business. Before. That's exactly right. They've never been and, out there into the hard knock. Yeah. They only know the, the theoretical part of business. Right. But they don't know the practical right. part of business. I would rather learn from an entrepreneur who's been out there and made it. They don't even have the formal education, but they have made it. They can tell you how to do, how to sidestep traps, how to do this, how to do that, and then they get their right. trained. I mean, they've been trained by experience. There's nothing right. that can take that from you, nothing. Right, absolutely, absolutely. So tell us about, we have about two minutes left in the show. We know that we can visit you at www.drgailhayes.com, but also give us your other website and uh, where we can purchase your books. I know we have some on our website here on Wealthy Sisters mm-hmm. that they can click on uh, and purchase the books. Uh, the daughter's book there, but tell us about your other books. Well, you can drgillhayes.com is where you can get most of my books, but we're right now, um, if you well, you can visit handleyourbusinessgirl.com, and it's, mm-hmm. we're updating that. We're redesigning that and updating it, so some of the information might not be as current as I'd like, but you can still go there. But I'd like for you to visit me on my Facebook page, on my Facebook fan page. That's where all the current information will be. It's Dr. Gail Hayes and the Handle Your Business Girl Empowerment Zone. 
And so mm-hmm. just just look for it on the search, Dr. Gail Hayes and the Handle Your Business Girl Empowerment Zone. Because I have too many friends on my my personal page, and I'm still learning this. I look, I got over five thousand friends and over a thousand people waiting to be my friends. So I was like, uh, yeah, I do seriously. And so I'm like, okay, because I mean, people tell me they want to hear what I have to say because I'm always sending out, you know, these words of wisdom and everything. So uh, visit my my sites on that. Do you want to know where to reach me? Right, where you can get my books. Um, just right, just, right. Basically, you know, drgillhays.com is where most of my books are already um, located. I don't know. I think we have some on handleyourbusinessgirl.com. I have these things called power packs. They can go there. Empower, what I call empowerment tools. And um, and we when and we're closing. I want to make sure that I give them one of my purpose points. Also, All right. Well, we are closing. We only have about thirty seconds left. Okay. So, I want to uh-huh. say go. Okay, go ahead and spray. You've earned it. The sweet smell of success is all over you. Now let's get down to some serious business and talk about the real deal. You've got more than enough of that purpose-attracting, destiny-grabbing perfume. And when you share, you know it always comes back. And, girl, think about the variety of fragrances we can sample if we all share. So go ahead. Spray some on your sister so we all can smell good. Oh, yes, I love it. You shared that with me last week. We got to get it. you got to hurry up and get that out to the market. It is so needed. That's Dr. Gail Hayes, the one and only like Tony. Thank you for being on the show today, Dr. Gail. It's been a pleasure having you. Uh, best wishes on everything. We're looking forward to linking up and other projects as well. This is Deborah Hartnett. I want to remind you to tune in next week. Our very special guest will be L.Y. Marlowe. Uh, she has an awesome campaign, a Color Me Butterfly. She's written a book. She, she is the first to create a national campaign against domestic violence. Nothing like this has ever been out, and we are so excited that we're partnering with them with the Winter Summit. So tune in next week. You may remember her from Michael Bates and show of Steve Harvey. Once again, this is Deborah Hartnett signing out. You guys continue to have a great day, and we'll see you next week. This has been another episode of Wealthy Sisters brought to you by theprofessionalblackwoman.com where success is inevitable. Join Deborah Hardnett, our host, next week as she interviews another powerful, positive, progressive, wealthy sister and visit us on the web at www.wealthysisters.com. See you next time. Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. If you only have a 401k, you're not getting the most for retirement. Wait, what? Add a Robinhood IRA on top, then they'll boost it by 3%. You can do that? And if you transfer in any retirement account, you get 3% on top of that. Is there a limit to the match? No limit. Robinhood Gold gets you the biggest contribution match of any IRA on the market. Sign up for Robinhood Gold at Robinhood.com slash boost by April 30th. Subscription fees apply. Investing involves risk. 3% match requires gold for one year from first match. Must keep IRA for five years. Match on transfers subject to additional terms and conditions. Robinhood Financial LLC. Member SIPC.